0: what's up 10 and j man show nation this is tanner lee one half of the 10 and j man show and on behalf of myself and my co-host josh the j man month we want to thank you for listening to our podcast while you're at it on whatever platform you're listening on please hit that subscribe button and if it happens to be on apple Podcasts, please give us a rating review that really helps us out If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at T N J Show. If you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tannen J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tannin J-Man Show. It's Monday night. Know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tan and J Man Show. First spring episode of the Tan and J Man Show. It feels it's like spring especially outside, Especially spring. Too. Some yeah. nice weather going on. Uh, one thing I want to do at the start episode is wish my father, Eric Lee, a very happy 60th birthday. Big E! A big six zero. My mom, Deb Lee, turns 60 tomorrow. Mm. So, big two days for the Lee family. Going on? Big E doesn't look a day over 57. he'll appreciate you saying that. Um, Here we are, J-Man. March Madness is underway. By tonight, we'll know all the Sweet 16 Mm matchups. And unfortunately, my Purdue Boilermakers near Illinois fighting Illini are not going to be playing in the Sweet 16.
1: I was going to say, you're going to have to uh, bear with us as we wallow in our self-pity tonight.
0: Yeah, you're lucky we're here. (laughs) We do it for the nation. We almost called in sick. (laughs) thought about it. It crossed, crossed my mind once or twice. But, uh, man, the uh, Big Ten, underwhelming performance so far, to say the least. Upset city. Yeah. It's We should have known this tournament was going to be crazy mm-hmm. because this is the craziest college basketball season we've ever seen to this point. So,
1: Yeah, first time ever there have been four seeds or four teams that were seeded 13 or lower um, all make it to the um, – Make it to the round of thirty-two.
0: Yeah, it's like I enjoy upsets, but this is almost overkill.
1: It's a little much. Uh, um, who wants to see an Oregon State in the Elite Eight, or yeah, um, a? I mean, ORU's a great story. They are great story, uh, but does anyone really want to watch them? It's it's an ORU Arkansas battle.
0: I mean, it's. And we'll talk about that. Uh, that Midwest region is uh, crazy right now. Yeah, I mean it's going to have one of four teams in the final four, and it's like, eh, I don't know if any of them really belong. One of them probably does.
1: But, Houston, two yeah. seed, Syracuse, 11. Every single year, Syracuse barely sneaks in. That zone is so hard to prepare for in an NCAA attorney setting when you never have to play face the zone.
0: It's three of the last four years, they've made it in as a double-digit seed yeah. and made it Sweet 16. So.
1: Then Loyola, I would say Loyola is the best team in that region now. Maybe Houston.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't shock me to see Loyola wake up in Sweet 16. I hope
1: so. Hope I so I can't stand Sister Jean. I, there's <laughs> something about her. Can't stand her. I just I hate that storyline. They don't even talk about the players. Cameron Crutwig, all American this year.
0: Looks like off
1: Super Troopers. He does. I hated getting beat by that guy, but he's so freaking good. And all they talked about the whole time was Sister Jean. She's old. I get it. Hopefully, I don't. Uh, offend any Jesuits, because we have a huge Jesuit following. Do we? Um, uh, I, I don't know.
0: It's news to me. <laughs>
1: if, you, if you're one of them, uh, please don't be offended. But uh, I'm sick of the Sister Jean storyline. It's just a stupid narrative going on. She shouldn't even been in attendance. She whined her way into attendance. Um, so, anyway. You want to uh, hear my birdie bogey?
0: Yeah. It's
1: an NCAA tournament question.
0: I figured it might be. I, I didn't study anything in preparation, but
1: Miles McBride of, I think that's West Virginia. It is West Virginia. Became the fourth player over the last 25 seasons with 30 points, five assists, and zero turnovers in an NCAA Jeez, tournament game.
0: Come on. Oh,
1: name two of those players. Oh, my god! I'll, I'll give you some hints. Both guys, multiple-time All-Stars in the NBA. Okay. Both guys, I'm pretty sure, have won a gold medal uh, for Team USA. Crud. One guy's not active anymore. Okay. One guy is, and is an absolute superstar. Okay. So.
0: I think I might have the superstar one, but the other one makes I sense. I think you'd
1: have a pretty good idea of who the superstar is. Uh, the other one might. Uh, trip me up. Throw you some. Yeah. Trip me up. I appreciate low. the One hands. One guy, I'll just give you the name right now. Josh Hagans is the other guy. Have you ever heard of Josh Hagans? No. Never heard of Josh Hagens. Obviously a really good play?
0: player.
1: Um, I'm going to go look it up right now. But Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce. Um, mm-hmm. Mintone, Indiana. Uh, like them on Facebook. Follow them. I, I heard that in my microphone. That's what uh, – Yeah. Um, like them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. <laughs> Josh Hagans. Little Rock. <laughs> I hope it was against Purdue. I hope it was against Purdue uh, in 2016. It was it was against Purdue. <laughs> he had 31 points, seven rebounds, six assists, five steals, and zero turnover. <laughs> that is classic. That is classic. I'd never heard of him before. Uh, <laughs> That. He clearly didn't make that much of an impression on you.
0: I couldn't name any players off that Little Rock team. I've tried to put that game out of my mind, but I can't. You can name their head coach.
1: He's he's the Matt Painter killer. Yeah. Beard. Chris Beard. Yes. But uh get your veggies. They were putting up uh greenhouses. A couple of greenhouses day. yet yeah.
0: today, over the weekend. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, gosh.
0: Freaking Little Rock, <laughs> man.
1: Uh, oh. That is classic.
0: I should – yeah, wow. I,
1: that might have been my favorite moment on this show.
0: I'm glad. I'm happy for you. It's one of my least favorite moments.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been upset city uh, in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you look at, as we talked about, ORU beating Ohio State in that overtime. That started it. That started I mean, Ohio State, I thought they were such a great basketball team. Then <laughs> they just get tripped up. <laughs>
0: I couldn't stick with my narrative. All year I'll say they're a bunch of frauds. And then did <laughs> I buy in last year because of their Big Ten tournament I, I had them in the Elite Eight. Then they do this. I had them in Sweet 16. Um,
1: but, yeah, 15-seeded uh, Oral Roberts. Uh, I thought they were under I thought they should have been maybe like at that 13 line or so. There's a few teams um, you could
0: make that argument for, but it was the hardest sure. thing probably ever to, to see teams because there wasn't as many non-conference games mm-hmm. in like Loyola. For instance, their best two wins their regular season were against Drake without Drake's best player. It's like how do you evaluate that? Right. And they had a few losses against teams that didn't make the NCAA tourney, and They only played against a couple NCAA tourney worthy teams in the in the off season, mm-hmm. or the non conference. But <laughs> their play showed they they're better nights.
1: Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. But Oral Roberts has the nation's leading scorer, who's um, only a sophomore. He's good, by the way. He's only a sophomore. They're the best free throw shooting team. Uh, one of the best. I think they were tops. Um, in college basketball. Um, it was a heck of a win for them, obviously. Uh, when's the last time Ohio State's won at Mackey?
0: Uh, was it
1: Cata Bates, Deops, senior year or junior year?
0: I think so. That sounds um, right.
1: Syracuse, as we said, has an 11 beat in a 6 seed, San Diego State. That was like a 27-point blowout at one point. Um, I think most people were picking that one to happen. I don't know if you picked Syracuse or not.
0: I picked Syracuse to win their round one game. But not the round two yeah. over West Virginia.
1: Uh, the
0: I got my bracket right
1: here. The popu- I have it up here, too. Uh, the popular upset pick was Winthrop over Villanova. Yeah, and, of course, backfired. every single time you pick the popular upset pick, it uh, yep. never Music, happens. Right,
0: whenever there's a popular 12-5 yeah. prediction by the analyst, it doesn't happen. Heck, the 4-13 is almost as frequent now as the 12-5 upset.
1: Speaking of 4-13, North Texas, Mean Green, uh, really took it to Purdue. And really, I thought they controlled pretty much the whole game. Purdue fought back and forced overtime.
0: Yeah, I thought Purdue played better than the second half than North Texas, but it was a little too they were, late. They were plus eight in the second half. And Northwest, or Northwest, or North Texas always had an answer. Yep. Um, at the end, and it, it's just frustrating. It, Yeah, but, I mean, I mean really, if you – Showed somebody that game, and they hadn't watched college basketball before. He kind of blindfolded them or something and said, which team's the fourth seed and which team's the 13th? He probably couldn't tell. And that's credit to North Texas.
1: Jaden Ivey really kept Purdue in it, hitting yeah. tough shots. Um, he's a bad three-point shooter, but every time it seems like it's coming down the stretch, he's knocking in the threes. I thought uh, Isaiah Thompson really kept minute. Yeah, he played
0: well, um, except he, played- he missed the big free throw. So did Jaden towards the end mm-hmm. of the game, and – I mean, they only
1: missed four free throws all game, but they were the biggest (laughs) four. Um, Eric Hunter did not play well at all. He hasn't
0: played well offensively for the last month of the year. I don't know what's going on there.
1: What happened with Sasha? He was on the bench a bunch.
0: He couldn't stick up with the ball screens. He was getting
1: getting exposed big time. I I didn't know if he got hurt or something. No, he just
0: wasn't playing well. Um, It'll be interesting to see if all the guys return. I got to think Purdue will lose somebody. I don't know
1: who. There's always some sort of – it's Especially with the
0: transfers rules now, we don't have to right. sit out. It's going to be crazier than ever, but, but I still think bright days are ahead for the mm-hmm. Purdue program. They're getting the two best players in the state of Indiana coming in next year. Two players in Trey Kaufman, Ren, and Caleb First, who led both their teams to the state this year. They'll be playing next weekend in Bakers Life Fieldhouse. So I think Purdue on paper is going to be probably uh, ranked pretty high in the preseason rankings, oh, even though those don't mean jack. And uh, probably one of the favorites to win the conference. But so it goes from no expectations this year to a bunch next year, which is always kind of nerve wracking. Right. I mean,
1: Brandon Newman really struggled at the end of the year. Sure he, he was kind of their best freshman yep. um, at the beginning, uh, so you hoped to have him. Uh, kind of reminds me of D.J. Richardson uh, throwing it way back to Illinois. Um, D.J. Richardson was great early in the year. Um, his freshman year at Illinois in 2009, 2010, really struggled in February, but then kind of got hot in the NCAA tournament in those two games they played um, and then had a really good um, sophomore year, so maybe the same – be said from Newman um Jaden Ivey he's just he's gonna be a good one
0: yeah I wouldn't be surprised if next year's his last year in a pretty uniform if wow. he has a good a season as I think maybe then he goes I don't know I don't know he reminds me of a younger little different Io sumo really mm-hmm. I mean they got
1: I uh some
0: characteristics the same but
1: yeah I hate anyone comparing Io DeSumo anyone to Io DeSumo because I don't think you can um, so I take offense to that. That's okay. Um, but, yeah, he's six Um he, he needs to shoot 1,000 three-pointers yeah, I'm sure uh, he will. a day. Um, well, there. he
0: doesn't need to shoot as many as he does. That's sure. the thing. He just needs to drive.
1: Yeah, because he, he's a good finisher. He'll yeah. just get stronger. Um, he looks like Io in the, even the face, and he has kind of the same hair. Uh, different players, obviously.
0: Trayvon um, Williams could be preseason, div- or pre-season big team be. player of the year. Could, could be, be.
1: Defend- depending on if Kofi Coburn's back or not.
0: So I would be surprised if he's back. I guess, but
1: I would actually be surprised if he leaves. Okay, at this point, but haven't heard rumors either way. Fifty-fifty toss-up. Um, anyway, uh, my internet is going bad, <laughs> as it usually does during this show. Uh, but yeah, uh, we had um, Oregon State beat, blowing out Tennessee.
0: Yeah, Rick Barnes' squad really w- woke up towards the end yeah, of the year. They struggled. Um, well, Oregon State was a team that wasn't going to make the tournament until they won the Pac-12 tournament. Talk about conference. That's overachieving the Pac-12. Yeah.
1: And the Big Ten is nah, severely underachieving. I mean, if
0: it's up to Michigan and uh, Maryland yeah. at the time of this recording to see if the Big Ten could stay alive. If they both lose, the Big Ten doesn't even get a single Sweet 16 team. You,
1: you've been calling it for like two yeah. months. You said you could see three teams in the Elite Eight or everyone put yeah. out by the Sweet 16. Yeah, it's really – Starting
0: to play and, out that way, and you know, a good friend of the show, Evan Webb, kind of had a question for us. Why is it that the Big Ten's going on a drought, clear back to two thousand of Michigan State of not winning national championships? And I mean, they've got there a lot of times, mm-hmm. but can't finish. But this year, it looks like they're not even going to be close. And wh- what's your guess? I mean, that- um, I mean, it's
1: culmination of things i think for one there's been some bad luck i mean sure. Purdue losing to virginia that was incredibly unlucky uh, yeah. <laughs> um yes. to have a perfect pass by kihei uh i think his last name's clark to uh
0: well i mean ryan klein had to miss a free throw uh-huh. which he did and then they foul and get it the first one. And yeah. The second one doesn't get boxed out and gets tipped back. Yeah, I, I don't perfect. even go over it anymore, really. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: blame you. <laughs> um, but that uh, there have been eighteen national championship games since El- or Illinois since the Big Ten won their last one. Seven Big Ten teams have yeah. played in it and they've all lost. So I think a little bit of bad luck. Um, you were saying before the show that it could be Big Ten just beats up on each yeah. other throughout the year. They play different styles than a lot of these Pac-12 or ACC or SEC. Small schools. school Or even small schools. And uh, maybe that has something to do with it, just conflicting styles uh, where it's not really set up to win in the NCAA tournament. Honestly, coming in, I thought Illinois had an NCAA tournament proof team because not many teams throw the ball down low mm. like that. And I mean, credit to Loyola, they really stopped Io in their guards um, yesterday, in Illinois had no answer. Uh, so I just I don't know if the Big Ten just doesn't have the athletes to it hang. Seems
0: like a lot of their guards got exposed. They
1: did. They absolutely did. Um, but it's it's a good question because we just we can't figure it out mm. every single year.
0: One one common denominator I'm seeing this year is teams with veteran guards are winning.
1: Yeah. It's true, um, except Illinois. I mean, they had a junior, I would assume, a yeah. senior, Trent Frazier. I mean, you had two freshman guards, uh, Adam Miller and Andre Curbella, but honestly they were two of their best players yesterday. Yes, they it was, were. It was the veterans that didn't step up. Yep. Um, but, yeah, usually John Gross had a quote, the old baldy, um, seniors die hard in the NCAA tournament. It's completely yeah, true. it is. I mean, look at uh, Wisconsin blowing out North Carolina. I did not yeah, see that Carolina
0: coming. North Carolina winning that one, yep. and that didn't
1: happen. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's hard to figure out, you know, um, yeah, like you said, usually you would think the Big Ten would go into the tournament, and when they get away from each other, it would benefit them. Mm -hmm. This year, I think it did the opposite. Exact opposite. Um, For one, you scout the Big Ten. Yes. Uh,
1: all, All year long, you watch Big Ten games, you know you're used to playing them, then you play a team really any of the teams uh, that these teams have played, especially after you win the first one, you only have one day to prepare for that next team. Maybe that has something to do with it as well. They don't prepare well uh, quickly against teams like that where you have all year to prepare, essentially, for uh, Big Ten opponents.
0: I feel like we're actually handling the losses pretty well. Uh, I don't think the message boards of our fan bases. We're handling it quite as good as you and
1: I. But. I'm just pretending it didn't happen
0: and not thinking about it again. Uh, yeah, it's, this it tournament's just going to have an asterisk on it anyways.
1: It sucks because this is a once-in-a yeah. – you have a once-in-a-generation type yep. guard. Um, you have the best team they've had in 16 years, and they went just as far as John Gross did mm. in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's it hard just, to
0: stomach when you, when you yes, look at it like yesterday that. Yesterday I was
1: in a rough place. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like – I don't know how to explain it. It was just – it just sucked. It was it was disappointing. You can't. I wasn't mad. Like you can't be mad. No. At it. It's just like they didn't come to play. I mean, they did come to play, and just Loyola took them out. Credit Loyola. Um, is just it is what it is. It's can't tournament basketball, it. right? And
0: that's unfortunate. You have an off day. Your season's over, probably.
1: That was the most nervous yesterday I've been before a sporting event since Game 7 of the World Series. I believe it. Actually, I was more nervous for the Drexel game, and then it started, I got up yeah. big early. Uh, but before that game, I thought I was going to throw up. Seriously, I was so nervous. I was shaking. It was like 65 degrees here, and I, was, I had the chills. I, I was shivering. I was I, so nervous. Um, I get it. And it was, I mean. It's embarrassing, but I get it. <laughs> oh, 1,000%. You know? Illinois hadn't been in the tournament in eight yeah. years. Hadn't been in this position. I mean, they had the second best odds in the country to win it yes. all. And they get put out in the
0: round Last of 32. Last time they were, I mean, this is the fourth time in school history they were one seed. Yeah. Last time was 5 and they made it all the way to the national championship.
1: I've heard people talking that this is the worst tournament loss in the history of the school. Calm down. Step away from Western the computer. Was Kentucky was
0: probably a little worse.
1: Eh, maybe not. they were a five seed yeah. it was that 512 um in there without chester frazier so oh, okay. i think people saw the writing on the wall there but um i'm actually in an okay headspace now yesterday though didn't watch another second of the ncaa tournament today i've been following it because i like rooting against iowa so much and uh they got whooped they got so that whooped. uh
0: helped me out a bunch I, I was bummed friday night of course and then even saturday but i i was okay yesterday and today um Another podcast I do, the Boiler Breakdown. We'll have the recap tonight, kind of ending our season two of that. But so I'll have to talk about it in a bunch more and more detail. <laughs> but you know, it's funny because a lot of there's some uh, painter Matt Painter haters on the message board. Hate them. They kind of stay away all year, and then they came out from under their bridges the other night and want to complain about fire painter, fire painter. Well, I read an interesting stat today. Produced 17 of the last 20 1st round matchups, and unfortunately, the three ones they've lost have been all. The last uh, six years in all in overtime. Yeah. One in double overtime. Yeah. So it's uh, Purdue's usually pretty good in the first round once they get there. And usually Matt's teams, I mean, people forget the last three trips in 2017, 18, 19, they went Sweet 16, Sweet 16, Elite 8. Mm-hmm. It'd been a while. And this one wasn't fluky like Little Rock. Little Rock was Purdue had a chance to put them away, didn't put them away. Which opened the door for some flukiness to happen, and it happened. Um, Cincinnati was just a choke job the year before, yeah. and this one they just got outplayed. I was I was just
1: about to literally say, they just got outplayed, um, and I can't be mad about that. Yeah, the Little Rock game you had like balls bouncing oh, up, and then was, bouncing in, guys hitting.
0: They were up twelve or fifteen, I think, with like four minutes left in that one. They just this, fell on their face. Yeah, this I, one wasn't. This
1: best. one, I mean, as I said, I thought North Texas controlled the game, yeah, they um, yeah. and Purdue found a way to. Scrape and claw and force overtime, but even in overtime, I think what what they go on like a nine
0: zero to start it something like that score. Um, It was kind of like the Ohio State game week before. I was feeling great going into overtime because you claw back and then you just fall flat Mm -hmm. once overtime begins. And this Purdue team, looking back, it's interesting because they beat Ohio State twice, but both times Ohio State were were missing key players. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they had a really great win all year. Don't think so. I mean, they beat some thirty teams, but, yeah. I mean, they lost to the big boys like Illinois, Iowa, Michigan. They only played them once, but they lost to them. Yeah. And so this team definitely overachieved and were ahead of Absolutely. schedule. But uh, it's, it's just interesting. It was just, my, my goal for them was to win one game. Literally, they like, win one game. Everything or they else did not gravy, do it. So <laughs> it leaves a sour taste <laughs> in my mouth. But hopefully these guys, because they're not losing any seniors unless somebody transfers or, or happens to jump pro or something um so hopefully they use it as fuel in the off season can get back there and and do better next year
1: uh the second day of the round of 64 um i think for whatever reason it doesn't seem like there's usually as many upsets on that day because the teams that get upset on that first day uh, kind of wakes up and it's kind of a wake-up call That was not the case uh, this year. (laughs) Abilene Christian, 14-seeded. Abilene Christian uh, beat Texas by one. Which
0: is awesome. Small in-state school for Texas. Yeah,
1: in-state. They get fouled with 1.2 seconds left when they were down one. It was definitely a foul. Saw some fans complain about, you don't call that in that scenario. Well, if it's a foul with 19 minutes left in the first half, it's a foul with one second left. Um, 58% free throw shooter goes to the line and knocks in both of them. Uh, Then we saw Ohio. Uh, claw back they were down I think eight at one point in the second half to Virginia found a way to win I should have known that was going to happen because I saw Ohio take Illinois to the brink in Illinois uh, the day after Thanksgiving Um, Ohio's a good team Jason Preston has one of the coolest stories in college basketball averaging two points per game in high school he ended up at a prep school where he asked to play on the C team so he could get minutes Put his highlight tape out on Twitter. Ohio offered him a scholarship, and now he's their best player. Had 31 against Illinois. Had 11 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists against Virginia.
0: Well, and I think this – I could be wrong, but I think this was Ohio's sixth time ever making an NCAA tournament. Every time they've been in, they've won one game. At least a game.
1: Yeah. John so, Gross took him to a sweet 16, yeah. which is why, the reason why but he got that. more job. Yeah. <laughs> um and then two years before that they won at least one game. Yep. Uh, they're a good team and they're they're gonna give Creighton a game they just actually tipped and, off here. And
0: Tony Bennett, heck of a coach, but he gets knocked down the first round quite a yeah,
1: bit. It's it's funny. Lose to a sixteen seed, win a national championship, lose to a thirteen seed yep. in succession. Yep. Uh that's insane. Um, I wanna see what that score is.
0: And Virginia was in a tough spot, not getting any apples sure. till Friday. Couldn't practice down there till Saturday morning. Uh, that's, that's a pretty tough spot.
1: UCLA is currently up 22 on Abilene Christian. Uh,
0: and That'll uh, be um, Cronin's first trip to Sweet uh, 16.
1: He's a good basketball coach. Um, and Creighton's up seven early. Um, Who are they playing again? Ohio. Ohio. And then another upset. It uh, seems like we had one more. Uh, UC Santa Barbara took Creighton to the buzzer, had a layup rim out at the buzzer, and they lost. Um, then we had uh, Maryland beat UConn. That was kind of a pick game, yeah. though. Uh, but Maryland played really well. Give them credit. That's and in then guards. UCLA blowing out uh, Matt Harms <laughs> and BYU. Yeah. And then uh, VCU and Oregon was unfortunately canceled. <sighs> I feel for the VCU players. Yeah, and um, Oregon
0: was fresh today.
1: Yeah, I I honestly thought it'd be a bad thing not having a game yeah. under their belt. Too. Clearly wasn't. Go out and put up 95 yeah. on
0: Iowa. Yeah. Um, well, is a good Iowa. coach, man.
1: Yeah. Um, interesting Dana Altman story. So, Self, Bill Self, leaves Illinois for Kansas. Uh, Ron Gunther, who was the former Illinois AD, offered Dana Altman their job. He was flying out to, I think he was at, where was he at at that time? I'm not sure where Altman was at, but he was flying out. I think he might have been at Creighton then? I don't know. Anyway, he was flying out to uh, have him sign the papers, but the AD wanted Illinois or wanted uh, Altman to hire Wayne McLean to be one of his assistants. Altman said, "I'll interview him. I'm not going to give you a guarantee that he's going to be on my staff." Gunther pulled away um, from that deal and hired Bruce Weber. Um, I think they made the wrong choice because Dana Altman knows what the heck he's doing. He's Great a Midwest guy, coach.
0: but man, he's out there in Oregon and with that Phil Knight money. Yeah. And all the resources at yeah. Nike. It's going to be tough to get him away from that.
1: He recruits the heck out of Canada.
0: Yeah, right there. Um, so, so it's going to be tough to get him away from yeah. there, I think.
1: Then yesterday, of course, we had the upset. Loyola-Chicago played unbelievable defense on Illinois. Don't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, Wisconsin gets beat. Another Big Ten team goes Baylor's down.
0: looking like uh, pre-pause Baylor.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, uh, Syracuse upsets West Virginia. I think people saw that coming as well. Uh, that's what Bayheim does, yep. his buddy son Boeheim, his man, son buddy was well. unbelievable. uh Jim was gonna retire after the two thousand and seventeen season, but then his son committed, and he decided to hold on. be interesting to see what happens when Bayheim uh, graduates. Arkansas beats Texas Tech knew
0: that was gonna be a good game. Those T tea teams are so similar,
1: yeah. Ark they actually conflicting styles. Arkansas scores a ton of points. Texas Tech has one of the lowest paces in uh, mm-hmm. college basketball, and Arkansas ends up winning by two. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers choked.
0: Oh, big time! Up ten with four minutes left. Yeah, I mean they had maybe a chance to make the final four. If they win that game. Absolutely. Oh my gosh!
1: When that game they're facing Syracuse, exactly yeah. in the Sweet Sixteen, and then Loyola or that would have been a Oregon crazy State.
0: matchup for those fan bases. State of New York or New Jersey, New York. I would have
1: hated to see Rutgers there. Let's be honest.
0: Out of all the other Big Ten teams, I wouldn't have mind Rutgers making a little run.
1: I prefer Maryland to Rutgers.
0: Yeah. Neither, neither one really bothered me.
1: Oh, are you kept the magic going against Florida? Yep. They're moving on. Villanova looked unbelievable last night yeah, against man, North they're, Texas.
0: Uh, they're getting used to not playing with playing without their guard and Jay Wright's heck of a coach. I think they're a little mad that people were counting them out against Winthrop. Yeah.
1: Then Oregon State. Upset Oklahoma State. Cade
0: Cunningham uh, sent home.
1: Yeah, that's bad for the NCAA. And, uh, yeah, because
0: he's done. He's going in Yeah,
1: he's gone. He'll be number one pick. Him good for Evan him Hogan.
0: to come to college and play, though, because he could have went to the G League or, Absolutely. or even went to another school like his brother. So.
1: Yep, credit him. Um, Creighton's blowing out Ohio now. They're up 15, <laughs> so I was wrong on that uh, one.
0: Good for Creighton. Um, coming in tournament, a lot of people had them out in the first round and a lot of... You know, internal, they thought, uh, things going on, and maybe they've solved all those, and the team's uh, bought in now. People need to stop
1: DMing collegiate athletes. Yeah, that's uh, pathetic. EJ Liddell gets racist. Yep, threats. Um, death threats yeah. on, I, I don't know what platform. It looked like Instagram. Yeah, I couldn't uh, tell it was Instagram or Twitter. Uh, DMs, um, and he... Put it on. He put screenshots of it on Twitter and said, uh, "I'm I'm a human being. It's exactly what they are. People are the worst.
0: Keyboard warriors. Josh, I hate them. I, I hate people. I mean, we were talking before we went on air earlier. Social media. You can do good on social media. Mm-hmm. There, you can spread a lot of positivity and good things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever. But YouTube. But people use it." So wrong absolutely negativity to criticize, to complain, to um, troll people, whatever it may be. And it's just toxic it's, this time. It is.
1: And you're sending threats to a 19, 20-year-old athlete who's not getting paid, for one, which is another issue, um, just because he missed a free throw.
0: And the same thing can be said about message boards, too. thousand percent. Because you know the kids or their parents are on there. Absolutely. Yep and to to send that kind of of, 18 to 22 year old kids
1: it's a sport yeah too it's a sport it's sports are supposed to be fun your team loses it's not fun that's there's no reason for you to get on and send hateful messages to these players even if they're professional athletes who get paid millions absolutely no reason for it um the ohio state athletic director said he's going to get the authorities Um, involved i'm glad i'm glad arrest them those are death threats. It's probably a
0: 35-year-old that lives in his parents' basement that's never made a basket in his life.
1: Remember when the, that uh, one a bad review said we still live in our parents' basement? Yep. <laughs> this is my basement.
0: <laughs> my
1: house. This is my house. <laughs> log off. When your team loses, when you win, you say little. When you lose, you say less. My now mom always used to tell me, me that. To log off. What'd I do? <laughs> My mom always used to tell me, "You win, you say little. When yeah. you lose, you say less."
0: Cindy's a smart lady.
1: Log off the, uh, log off the, sites.
0: You know what I? I did the other night. I stayed away from the message boards till yesterday. I even stayed off Twitter for a while. I think my new rule when my team loses a heartbreakers forty eight hour rule. That's I a smart rule. Give myself forty eight hours before I say something st- on there, and I'm not saying I'd do any hateful message. Absolutely not. Before I tweet something just stupid mm-hmm. about my own team. Um, yeah. I'm going to give myself 48 hours to kind of calm down and, and get smart. my thoughts processed.
1: I like that rule. I'm going to have to try that rule. Yeah. Cup season's about to start. Yeah. Though, so. yeah. <laughs> I don't have 48 hours. Uh, do you want to go through and uh, pick some of the rest of the games tonight? Sure. And some Might as well. Sweet 16 matchups that are already set in stone. Yep. Um, LSU and Michigan tip off here in about 10 minutes. Who you got? Give me LSU. I'm right there with you. I'm rooting against every Big Ten team Why left. Why would uh, I pick
0: a Big Ten team right now?
1: Uh, no, I assume no Isaiah Livers again tonight. No, nah, um, no. Nope. LSU can cause some havoc. They have Christian Watford's a little brother trending.
0: You know, I didn't know Will Wade was still their coach. I thought he got fired for some reason. He
1: should have. Oh, yeah, so should have Sean Miller. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's cheap. Come on. Uh, really good matchup here, Colorado and Florida State.
0: Colorado couldn't play any better than they did the other yeah. day. Um, I got Leonard Hamilton, the boys, in the lead eight again, and uh, I'm going to hate this i pick Florida State. Florida State's one-point favorites.
1: Colorado McKinley-Wright, uh, their point guard, he had 13 assists and zero turnovers on uh, Saturday. Right, Florida State in the final four. Changing my mind. I'm going Colorado.
0: <laughs> if – Florida State would have lost the other day. I was going to go on Twitter and say, no matter what seed Florida State is next year, even if they're one, I'm picking them and in the first round. I've w- burned me too many times.
1: I was going to say, death, taxes, Florida State burning oh, me and Tanner in the Every NCAA year,
0: tournament. and I'm like, oh, I like their draw.
1: <laughs> Late tonight, we have Maryland and Alabama. Alabama six-point favorite.
0: I got Bama in the final four. I'm sticking with Alabama.
1: I'm sticking Alabama, too. Uh, Maryland... Good team, not as good as Alabama. Really good matchup here. I thought Eastern Washington was going to get Kansas on Saturday. They got up 9-0, but Kansas ended up being too much for them. Uh, USC, Kansas, USC is one-point favorites.
0: Yeah, Tanner was taking over the other day for Eastern Washington. Man, he could shoot. The lumberjack. Uh, Then their coach got the Portland job today. I don't know if that's Really? And a step up or not, but yeah, he took the Portland really? job. Uh, Portland University of the Pilots.
1: Portland is in um, Gonzaga's conference, so Plus, I don't know. if I would assume that would be a step up. Probably a step from up from the where, big sky. Yeah, it, it probably is. A um, stone.
0: I got Kansas winning this game to go into Sweet 16 in my brackets, so I'm going to stick with uh, the Jayhawks.
1: I'm going USC, uh, Evan Mobley, night, uh, matchup nightmare. Uh,
0: give me, uh, yeah, give me uh, USC. USC's got a player. I don't know how much he plays, or at least – um, I watched Last Chance U. The, this basketball season, and one of their players went to USC. So. Spoiler alert! Yes, spoil well. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was kind of a spoiler, but the Sweet Sixteen is all day
1: Saturday. I like that. Yes. Uh, at least for one of the uh, sides, Oregon State Loyola.
0: Oregon. Um, give me give me the Ramblers.
1: Loyola is a six and a half point favorite. I agree. I think they're going to go to the Final Four again. Villanova-Baylor. Baylor's six-and-a-half point
0: fave. I got the Bears as my runner-up in the national championship. I think they're playing really well. I think Nova's playing well. I think this will be a good game, but give me Baylor. Give
1: me Baylor as well. Um, Oral Roberts-Arkansas. Or
0: uh, the Cinderella, the the slipper doesn't fit this time through the Sweet 16. Give me uh, Eric Musselman in Arkansas.
1: 100% agree. Syracuse-Houston.
0: In my 10-and-J-Man show bracket, I got uh, Sampson. Samson tonight in the uh, Cougars <laughs> going to the Final Four. I'm sticking with it. I think uh, they fight through the zone, and they're the best offensive rebounding team in the nation. So give me the Cougars.
1: I've grown to hate Syracuse just because almost every sports writer <laughs> went there. Yeah. And one of my favorite Dolphin sports writers, Adam Beasley, uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, went there. And um he tweets about Syracuse constantly yeah. I also don't like Syracuse because Alan Griffin's on the squad That's and I right. hate that he's in the sweet 16 and oh
0: I bet he's loving it his he's
1: in the doghouse he scored two points yesterday three but points I yesterday. bet he's loving that I'm his, sure he former is former boys are out um I mean he had so many off the field issues I, I, I guess off there. Court.
0: yeah I know I know
1: I want to take Syracuse but I can't I'm taking Houston I no. want it to be different Sunday I don't know if any matchups are set yet nope no matchups are set. Uh, I got Gonzaga,
0: whoever they're going to play against. So They
1: would play Creighton if the yeah, score holds. Yeah, hold. give, yeah me give me. I don't see Gonzaga losing. I
0: don't either. Do you? That's what my bracket says and every bracket I filled out.
1: Yeah. So, uh man. It's already – it's crazy how quick the NCAA tournament oh, it, goes. It comes
0: and goes in the blink of an eye.
1: Look forward to it all a year. Uh, UCLA is taking it to Abilene Christian. That magic is gone. They're up yep. 23 with five minutes left. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, before we end our College Basketball talk, we didn't get to it last week, but Indiana Fire, Archie Miller, last week after four years, it's been a week now, and no coach has been announced. Uh, A lot of potential names out there, but what what do you think, and what what direction do you think they should go? I've been saying it for
1: weeks that I thought their first call should be to Nate Oates of Alabama, but – his buyouts, I think, nineteen million.
0: It's up there, and he said he's happy where he is. But yes. we've heard that. We've heard that from people
1: before. Uh, he would be the guy that I would have gone after. We've heard Scott Drew, Chris Beard, uh, Brad Stevens, of course, got buzzed like we knew he would. Um, and he said he's very happy in Boston. It's, it's every he four no or five interest.
0: years, Josh. Every four or five years, is yep. a Constant cycle right now, yep.
1: Um, I don't see him leaving the NBA ever. Sounds like he absolutely loves it. Uh, John Beeline got a lot of buzz there early. Haven't heard as much buzz about him. Thad Mata's starting to pick up some steam, that buzz. Uh, You said Mike Woodson.
0: Mike Woodson's picking up some steam on Twitter. I saw a Louisville sports writer said that, according to this guy, that he met with uh, Indiana's AD on Saturday. (laughs) And he said he didn't want to talk about the IU job right now. That's what he told the media. So.
1: I think Mike Woodson would be the most hilariously bad hire in the history of Indiana athletics. I think
0: if they're trying to go with an IU guy, and you know, Alford's come out and said he's not interested, which tells me that IU wasn't interested in him, like they never really. Or when their coaching searches happen, if they're trying to go with an IU guy, I think Dane Fife would make more sense and be better than Mike Woodson.
1: Mike Woodson's never coached at the collegiate I level. Know. He's never recruited. I know. Um, much like Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith had more. Um, experience at the college level than Mike Woodson did. he's a up.
0: bigger name than Mike Woodson. That
1: too. Um, sorry, getting a little off
0: No, that, No, you're, I, that's uh, a good
1: comparison. But I, I, I just know. as with an NBA guy, I mean, he didn't have good success in the NBA. That's not indicative of whether he's a good coach or not. No. Um, I think Mike Woodson would be disastrous and Archie Miller's better than Mike Woodson. I'll just say that now.
0: How about um, Eric Musselman?
1: Eric Musselman would be a fantastic hire. Plays
0: he's got up. a little crean in him, too. Does he? A little craziness. He jumped on the <laughs> score <laughs> table yesterday uh, after the game. Um,
1: he's had success everywhere, former NBA coach lot. as well. He uh, was the head coach of the uh, Sacramento Kings for two years, Golden State Warriors for three years. Um, he was a LSU assistant. Had great success at Nevada with those good teams. Mm-hmm. Took him to the Elite Eight one year and lost to they... – Took him to Elite Eight? Oh, Elite Eight or Sweet 16? It might have been Sweet 16. They lost to Kansas State or Loyola. It was one of those years. It was Sweet 16. Um, 110 and 34 at Nevada. He's 44 and 18 at Arkansas. Well,
0: he, he's got Arkansas in their first Sweet 16 since 96. Yeah, um,
1: fun brand of basketball. Yeah. They score a lot of points. Um, I think he'd be a home run higher. He's only 56 years old, uh, which I know a he's lot older
0: of. He's than Thad Mata. Thad Mata Mata's looks a lot older. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. See where they go.
1: Who would you think they
0: should? I think Musselman makes a lot of sense, uh-huh. but um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know when it comes to these coaching searches. There's always a lot of moving parts.
1: Loyola head coach Porter uh, Moses. I've been saying
0: Dane five the whole time just because I have been.
1: <laughs> a big name now because of how yeah. well they've – I mean, he has got take, took them to a Final Four, and now they're in the Sweet he's 16 He's a big again.
0: city guy, though.
1: He's a guy that – is very comfortable at Loyola, and yeah. I don't see him ever leaving.
0: He can build them into a new butler. Absolutely. Because look at the butler job. Stevens built it to what it is. Holtman did pretty good there. Lavelle Jordan's struggling. Yeah. Say their job comes over after 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 next year. How appealing of a job is that? Butler? They, they're in a nice conference now. It's in the Big East. And it is a basketball school. They don't have football to compete with. Basketball State. Basketball State. But, I mean, would it be enough to draw like a Thad Mata if he's – if who's coached there Bad
1: before. Mata were to come back, I think that'd be a good landing spot for okay. him because I think it's less pressure than Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, he's coached there before. Yeah. Uh, people love him there. He's a legend there. Um, I think that would be a landing spot for a guy like that. I don't know what kind of name they could draw. I don't think they draw a big name by any stretch of the imagination, but...
0: It's interesting because, I mean, we we'll never take away their national championship runner-ups back-to-back ever, but that was a decade ago. That was a long time you know? ago. Yeah. Um, When's it's, the last it's,
1: time they've been to a Sweet 16?
0: I don't think they have since. Yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe Holtman got there once,
1: but... They were 10 and 15 this year. Um, yeah, It's just
0: kind of like, when it comes to these recruiting kids, Like, what have you done in the last five years? That's kind of what... You know. They were in the
1: Sweet 16 in 2017, okay. lost to North Carolina. All right. Um, so, And that was Holtman, Holtman's wow. last right. year, okay. so yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I just we'll I just see, don't we'll know what kind of
1: job. Uh, LaVal Jordan's got him to the NCAA tournament his first year as mm-hmm. a 10 seed. They probably would have been in last year. Uh, they were ranked 23rd when everything shut They lost shut down. to Purdue
0: in his fir- first year as a 10 seed. Yes, that's right. I remember
1: that um so yeah that's it's an interesting one Western i would say i i don't know if laval jordan will be on the hot seat right now uh, but he should be on the hottest of seats uh, heading into next year
0: mm-hmm. so. it'll be interesting to see indiana gets their next head coach he'll be there i believe their sixth head coach tonight
1: i believe this will be the j man's book of prediction of the week they will hire a head coach by next monday Unless that coach is still in the NCAA tournament, <laughs> which we, d- we don't know. He uh, could be. Eric Musselman could be. That's another thing with, Oates, maybe with, with
0: Stevens is if they were going to wait on him, say that boss makes playoffs, you're waiting till June. Yeah. Boss make a head coach. You missed the recruiting period, which the transfer rule is going to make up for a lot of recruiting anyways. But.
1: That's when Chris Holtman was hired by Ohio State, though, because yeah. remember Thad Mata retired. It was like shortly after Memorial Day or yeah. sometime With his health, around that time. Which,
0: that's going to be the big thing if he wants to get back in college coaching, mm-hmm. his health.
1: Yeah. So... so. J man's book of prediction of the week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau insurance agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219 869 4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Uh, he also has an app you can download and he can sell insurance in Ohio. So, any Ohio members of Tannen J-Man Show Nation give old Travis Watchring, big Ohio State fan, I'm sure he's He's in mourning very, with uh, us as well. I was going to say Buckeyes. he's wallowing
0: in his self-pity as well. Yep. Um, give him a call. Most of the Tannin' J-Man Show Nation is because I presume a lot of my listeners are a Big Ten fans.
1: Honestly, the Indiana fans are probably the ones most excited right now because uh, they didn't have to watch their team lose in the NCAA tournament, and they'll have a new coach here hopefully by next Monday. So but it's been since
0: 2016 right. since they made the tournament, so – Coaching searches are fun, though. 16? 16. Yeah.
1: 16. It's been five years.
0: Coaching searches can be fun. They can be stressful, too, which is crazy to think why we all get stressed out about them because we can't do anything about it.
1: Can't control it. I think that's why we get stressed out because we can't control it.
0: Yeah. You ready to get educated?
1: Always am. I don't know if I can get any more educated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Oh, I haven't looked at this. Oh, this is very fitting uh, today. On this day, 1958, the 20th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship was held. Kentucky beat Seattle by score 84-72. to Seattle's future Hall of Famer small forward Elgin Baylor is named tournament most valuable player. Elgin Baylor actually passed away today at the age of 86. Legendary player.
1: Pretty good. uh, He was a Laker, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, I think at least that's where he's most remembered. On this day in 1969, a 31st NCAA men's basketball championship was played. UCLA beat Purdue by a score of ninety-two to seventy-two. Bruins uh capped off a three-peat. Center Luau Cinder was the tournament most outstanding player for the third consecutive year. It wasn't bad. He was named M- NBA MVP on this day in nineteen seventy-two under the name Kareem abdul Jabbar. Uh let's see what we got. On this day 1972, the Yankees trade Danny Carter to the Red Sox for Sparky Lyle. <laughs> hmm. On this day in 1989, NFL Commissioner Pete Rozelle retired after 29 years.
1: I miss Paul Tagliabue. Me too. I actually think Goodell's done a pretty good job here recently. I don't hate him as much as they used to.
0: He's definitely not the um, least liked commissioner in um, the Big Four. He's done a good job, at least not.
1: You know. being an idiot lately. <laughs> he actually likes his sport.
0: Uh, wow, I thought there was going to be uh, some NCAA tournament on this days, but I'm not seeing any. It's a rough week. So this was a short on this day, and I don't, I don't. Really, Last week's was short as well. I don't oh, have man. anything to to add to it. On this day.
1: Dot com is letting us down.
0: It is letting us down, but. Uh, Somebody who won't let you down is the sponsor of the On This Day, and that's Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years' combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promos- promotional company, and you can give them a call today at 574-210-3815. NFL free agency,
1: we had the legal tampering period uh, just last Monday, and then free agents were finally able to sign on Wednesday. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of the moves we already knew ahead of time, like you said, during the tampering period before they became official on Wednesday. But, you know, my personal opinion, of course, I'm going to follow the Broncos' moves more so than the rest of the league. I've been really happy with with, uh, new general manager George Payton with his moves He's kind of taking care of his own first, locked down Justin Simmons to a four-year deal, sixty-one million dollars, uh, and that was a huge priority. And then locked down internal, interior uh, defense lineman Shelby Harris for three years. Restructured Von Miller's contract a little bit for a year. Um, I wish they could have restructured it for a few more than that, but at least it's got that done. He's not going anywhere this year. And then they got two corners. Um, Ronald Darby from the Washington football team, three-year, $30 million deal because they cut A.J. Boye for his performance-enhancing drug suspension. And then they got Kyle Fuller, who the Bears released a one-year, $9 million deal. So hitting on the cornerback spots where they really needed it and keeping uh, some of their defenders in in, in house. Uh, they should have a really good defense next year, and it's early to say, but I, I think all their all their season success rides on Drew Locke's shoulders. So. thousand percent. Yep.
1: Um. Yeah, uh, I, they say the uh, salary cap really hurt. The lowered salary cap really hurt uh, free agents this year, which uh, you don't see guys making as much money this year. It really hurt the wide receiver market, it felt like. It yeah. felt like that dragged on for a while. Um, and a lot of guys he thought were going to get big deals did not, like Juju Smith-Schuster Schu- yeah. only got a one-year deal.
0: Um, Turned down more money from Baltimore to go back to Pittsburgh. Did you know that?
1: I did know that. I know how much he hates Baltimore. It's been on the record how much he yeah. hates Baltimore. Uh, but then you see a guy like Kenny Galladay get absolutely paid by the New York Giants.
0: Giants made some big moves. Um,
1: four years, $72 For money-wise. Million. Yeah, uh, they made some huge moves, and they need to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we had some – I don't know if we had any real, real shockers. Uh, I, I was pretty shocked that Cam Newton signed back with New England. Yeah, that
0: was surprising. Uh, I still think they draft a the quarterback.
1: Oh, I agree. Um and I've I read they love Justin Fields.
0: They'd have to I think trade up to get him, but they I, can. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think he'll be there. um I think he's top five pick, but we'll see.
1: New England, uh Took a page out of other teams' playbook and uh, spent a ton <laughs> spent of money. Spent early, spent heavy. Um, they went after two uh, the probably the two best tight ends on the market, yep. John U. Smith and Hunter Henry. He,
0: uh, good old uh, Josh McDaniels. I'll call him by his right name on this <laughs> on this podcast. He's going to dust off his old playbook that he used to use with Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Yeah,
1: um, hopefully one of those guys turns out a little better than Aaron Hernandez.
0: You said it, um. not me. <laughs> I was gonna leave that one be. Uh,
1: but yeah, then Kyle Van Noy resigned with them, yeah. um, signed back with them after getting released by the Dolphins. Uh, Ted Karras got released by the Dolphins. He ends up signing yeah. back. Um, so they're gonna they're, they're gonna get the eight
0: guys. What was it eight guys who held out due to COVID?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot they had right a, in the mix again. Had a lot of guys. It's a, still their quarterback was yeah, so yeah. Oh, bad right. last year. If he year,
0: plays like he did last year, they're not. And gonna... he's back. Yeah. So yeah. I
1: just I do not know. Um, the you- Bears look like they went from trading for Russell Wilson and um, signing Trent Williams to signing Andy Dalton instead. Of-
0: I got to give the Bears credit; they tried to get <laughs> Russell Wilson. That's Doesn't matter. A pretty big package.
1: They uh, didn't do it, though.
0: You know, if I am a Bear fan, it is what it is. I hope they stink this year. If I am a Bear fan, mm-hmm. everything goes down in flames, and you start off fresh. You start off fresh with a new general manager, a new head coach, and you get yourself a new quarterback. You just start off fresh. Ryan
1: Pace might be the worst general manager in the NFL right now. Um, I'm not even trying to be hyperbolic. That dude trashed their um, their salary situation, uh, their cap room, their cap space, and now, look, they ended up doing nothing. They got substantially worse, I think, uh, this offseason. Um, Mitch Trubisky signs with the Bills. I'd probably take Trubisky over Andy Dalton.
0: Yeah, that's pretty close. It's a toss-up. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know if any Dalton's worth ten mil. Um, Not good for him. I he think. I do think it's hilarious that the team leaked that. Well, the Bears. We tried to go yeah. get him, and he. Just, they just did. That's the biggest cop-out. Like fans are supposed to be happy with that. They didn't get him. Why yeah. even put that out there? I don't get that at all.
0: Um, a lot of reports that Russell. They think this next year will be his last year in Seattle.
1: Been hearing that for
0: I know. years now. I know. Well, I don't think Deshaun Watson's gonna be on the market anytime soon.
1: I don't know if Deshaun Watson throws another pass yeah. in the NFL at this We're point. We're gonna
0: have to see all these allegations come out. There's multiple, a lot of them.
1: Multiple sexual assault allegations. Like ten or eleven. Um yeah. is He's that, rising every day. Yeah. Uh ten do you say ten or eleven? Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, man, yeah. I don't know. If if they turn out to be true, yeah. he might not No. Nope. He might not even be a free
0: man. I mean, I'm sure teens are interested, but they're going to stay back until yeah. this gets uh, the truth comes out. You know, one way or the other. And, Absolutely. Uh, um, and the Texans, they signed Tyrod Taylor and they made a trade for Ryan Finley. Yeah, <laughs> Texans are Ty- going to be bad, man. Ty- going to be really bad.
1: Tyrod's a solid quarterback. Yeah, um, he can start in the league, but again, he's not nearly as talented as Deshaun Watson no. is. And yeah, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. And we could have told you that when Lovey Smith was hired to run their defense that.
0: The Chiefs bo- boosted their uh, offensive line. I wasn't sure what they are doing when they released Fisher and one of their other tackles, and they signed two big ones. So, I saw Kyle
1: Long is back in the NFL after taking, I don't know how many years he took off, one or two. I think one. Um, they signed him to a one-year yeah. million and a half. And they were interested in
0: new. Juju. Didn't get him, but they are interested in on him.
1: They, I mean, it was evident in the Super Bowl that they were in desperate need, and really all season they were in desperate need of offensive line help. Uh, Mahomes was running for his life, and he was hurt as well. He had turf toe uh, for a majority of the second half of the year, um, and they needed to get him help because you got to keep him healthy. you got to yeah. keep him upright. Colts um, re-signed Xavier Rhodes. Um, yes,
0: yep. They have not re-signed T.Y. Hilton yet.
1: TY, I wonder how much he has left in the tank. No. I think he's still good enough to be on a roster. He's definitely not a number one guy. I wonder anymore. if
0: he's an indie fit, though. You know, indie only. And, like, if you go somewhere else, I mean, if you can still get that production out of him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know the other moves the Colts have made.
1: Of course, they traded for Carson Wentz. We talked well, about yes. that a few weeks yes. ago. Um, yeah, TY, I mean, he has one, two, three, four, five career 1,000 yard receiving mm-hmm. years. Uh, he had 762 yards this year. He's only. Six hundred forty yards away from ten thousand in his career. It's yep. a pretty dang good career. He
0: was a favorite target of luck, that's for sure.
1: But he's thirty-one years old. Um, maybe the Dolphins. Who knows? They signed Will Fuller to a. Uh, one yeah, year. He's a speedster. Uh, deal. that's a. He was having a great year till he got yep. suspended, and he still has to serve a one-game suspension. is just one now. Um, but he, he was having a great can stay healthy year. and out of
0: trouble. He'd be good pick. He'll be a yeah. good pickup for them. Um, but yeah, it
1: was uh just uh, I love NFL free yep. agency. Uh, the NFL draft's coming here in a month.
0: Yeah, we're five weeks away, I believe.
1: Yeah, Tanner still has two mock. Yeah, drafts Yeah, and to and, put my, out.
0: and my mock draft. I don't know when the two will become the, – The third one will be the week of the draft. I was
1: gonna say they're gonna change uh, a lot now the free agency. Oh yeah, over. there's already some so. picks
0: in my mind, and I'm not yeah. falling through for my first one. But so. we'll see. And you know, I I was said last year I hit on sixteen. I hit on eleven. Of the picks last year of the 32 in the first round. They
1: were all like in a row. Yeah.
0: To start. Um, but most of the experts had seven or eight right. I got 11. There's 11. I, I've been seeing 16. I Expert. I hyped myself up a little Expert.
1: too much. Um. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for NFL free agency. You got some word association.
0: I do. But before I get to that, let me tell everybody who the Tana J Man Show is brought to you by. And uh, one of our sponsors is The Damn Landing. If you haven't had an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded cinderloin, seafood craft beer, or even a handcrafted cocktail in quite some time, the damn landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mansell that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, if you're in the mood for some great barbecue and some great steaks, they got the Dam Smoke, which is available every weekend. And you can wash the Dam Smoke down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews or domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mansell in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, beautiful day, spring weather. Beautiful day. Great to take the So Saw,
1: uh, got the Dan landing on a Saturday and yep. we pulled up, we got uh, pizza and wings, delicious pizza and wings. Uh, there were a few people sitting out, uh, in their beer garden,
0: kind of pizza and wings did you get.
1: We got the damn meats, uh, which is meat lovers, my favorite. And then we got, uh, some, uh, barbecue wings, the smoked wings, smoked yeah. wings. Yes. Good
0: stuff. This makes me hungry. Just thinking about it, mm-hmm. whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Dan landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing road in Rochester. Speaking of the spring weather, a lot of golfers getting out, playing some golf. Um, I haven't yet, but I'm planning on to do that soon. It's supposed to be nice the rest of the week. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I just have to do that sometime this week. And when I do, I'm going to break out my Genesis glove by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focuses on bringing tour-quality tour products and experience to the everyday golfer like you and I, Josh. It's <laughs> built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis genesis glove the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented glove hub the first and only glove humidor on the market you can find them and more of their products at circle15golf.com listen up, that velcro snap extremely comfortable durable golf glove can't wait to get this out on the course and shoot some record lows for myself guess what next week next monday is
1: our major league baseball preview oh. show
0: Yes. Well, one spoiler, I'm going to have the White Sox at least making the ALCS. I hate
1: that. But that we finally get a normal uh, baseball season to an extent this year. Full 162 games. So that'll be fun to
0: uh, preview next week. Speaking of baseball. Oh, nice segue. The word association this week is all cup players. Oh, boy. Some current, some from the past. Just a random list. Whoever came I love to my, it. Whoever came to my head. I wrote down. Let's start off with a good one, shall we? Shall we? Albert Amora. Oh, 6'4'3. Double play. Good wood. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo.
1: The captain. Needs to have Should've his. wrote
0: uh, that down because that was my prediction for it.
1: I think uh, here in 15 years, he'll have his number retired. That's how. And they better sign him to a freaking contract extension. He's a free agent after the year. Please get it done. He should be a Cub for absolute life.
0: Carlos Zambrano. Big Z.
1: A fiery. That's a good one. He uh, Remember that video of him taking a baseball bat to the Gatorade machine they had in the dugout?
0: I felt bad for that Gatorade machine. <laughs> John Lieber.
1: Ooh, uh, let's see. 20-game uh, winner. He won 20 games back in 2001. He was the uh, last player to do it before uh, Jake Arrieta did it.
0: Reed Johnson
1: greatest catch I've ever seen a center fielder make. Um, I don't have – I'm terrible at doing just one word. You're a lot better at doing one word. Uh, But uh, he was a spark plug. Pedro Strope. Hats to the left. Good one. He sop toy. He sop. The first thing that popped into my he- head was when his head bounced off the turf and they had to bring an ambulance in. Do you remember that? Him and Kerry Wood kind of collided. That's awful. Kerry um, Wood was pitching, and there was a pop-up, and they both kind of went for it. I don't remember. This is 2003. And they collided, and he, saw, uh, his head, he, he fell, and his head smacked um, on the dirt, and they had to bring the ambulance in from the right-field corner and uh, ambulance him off. Um, he was never really the same after that, and Eric Karros was kind of their full-time uh, first baseman going forward. One year.
0: of the guys that was involved in the Hesop Troy trade, Derek Lee. Derek Lee, yes. Oh,
1: man, D. Lee, I love that guy. That's all I got, D. Lee.
0: this Chapman. Oh, boy. Rajay Davis. That's the only thing I can think of. Nomar Garcia-Pera. No ma Torn
1: groin. Ouch. You remember when he did that in St. St. Louis, trying to leg out a double play, didn't even get to first base.
0: Sammy Sosa, uh,
1: steroids, cork bat. I figured that
0: was one of those two. Mark Bellhorn. <laughs>
1: uh, oh man, switch hitter. No one. He hit a uh, homer from each side of the plate in Milwaukee. I remember. Kerry Same Wood, kid. kid K. He. uh. 20 strikeouts.
0: Mark Pryor.
1: Injury. Injured. Injury prone. Mm-hmm. Glenn Ellen Hill. <laughs> Rooftop. Bombski. Bombs away. Corey Patterson. Cameron Screeton. That's <laughs> where <laughs> you going with that one. Our good friend Cam Screeton's favorite player growing up.
0: Chris Bryant.
1: Trade bait.
0: Last one Anthony Gonzalez.
1: Think, uh, uh, Alex, Alex Gonzalez. Gonzalez. No, Anthony, um, Anthony was
0: the wide receiver in the Colts.
1: <laughs> Alex Gonzalez. Botched six four
0: three. Good good job, J Man. I was good thinking job. Anthony Gonzalez. Didn't he play for uh, the Colts? He, was, he played for the Colts from Ohio Is, State. Isn't he
1: a politician now?
0: I think you're right. And the Word Association segment is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akee, LLC, are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call him today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221.
1: Anthony Gonzalez is a member of the U.S. uh, Representative. He is a U.S. Representative for Ohio's 16th congressional district since 2019.
0: Hmm. Hit me with that birdie bogey one more time. Oh, shoot, yeah.
1: Um, A guy for West Virginia was the first player in the NCAA tournament to uh, have 30 30 points, points, five five assists, and zero turnovers in an NCAA tournament game. Name two of the other three guys. Of course, I gave you the third one.
0: Steph Curry? Steph Curry is one. Oh, shoot. This other guy is an all star. Doesn't play in the league anymore. Oh, man. 30 points, five assists. This is going to be wrong, but I don't know why it's coming to my mind. Chris Mullen.
1: No. <sighs> wrong. He uh, didn't play in the past
0: 25 years. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. catch that. I'll give you one more guess. Past 25 years. Vince Carter. Darren Williams. Oh,
1: darn. Against Cincinnati yeah. in the round of 32. And ah, dang it. sophomore, That's a Solid. Yes, sir. I'll take a par. You'll take a par. Yeah, I don't even need to change Four. the score. Wrap us up, J-Man. Thanks for watching the Tannin' J-Man show on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday for a Major League Baseball preview. Have a great week, everybody.